Good morning. My name is Stephen Capaldo from uh, from Capaldo with Love broadcast. I'll do another episode this morning on the, the Creator, the Creator's prerogative, and I'll be talking um, again about the distinction between the, the the love of God, which is the only true reality, which is the the love of the Almighty Creator, um, and the absence of that, which has been called in different teachings the discord and there are different parts of discord and I'll I'll talk quite a bit about that so that you can get an idea of when we are behaving outside of the love of God the the love of God love of the almighty creator the most high um, father spirit um, who has an eternal son uh, that really is the only true reality and the eternal son is the way to the father the eternal son um, we know him as Jesus Christ, or Yeshua Messiah in his language uh, of Aramaic. And the, the Most High uh, has also given different names to him uh, in different places, you know, different cultures and things like that, different uh, expressions of this way. But it's still, it's all Jesus Christ, um, the Eternal Son, the way who died and rose for us. And... Um, he really is a one with the Father, and you know we, as as I say, we here we know him as Jesus Christ. Uh, now he he died for us. Uh, there's the death and resurrection, the crucifixion. I wanted to say a couple of words about the crucifixion because I think people have some kind of an idea that's a bit uh, a bit off of what that represents. Was was it an act? You know, in mainstream Christianity, there's this idea that the crucifixion crucifixion was an act. Uh, designed to establish a, a sinner's prayer, which we would all have to say, you know, the magic words. And if we say it, then we would avoid continuous burning alive forever uh, in hell. Now, is that what happened at the cross? Is that, is that the significance of the crucifixion? Well, as I understand it, it really is not the significance of the crucifixion. And we could have all kinds of debates about the sinner's prayer or the magic words, which really are not even in Scripture as far as I've ever found. And, you know, what is hell? What is hell? There is Hell is part of the discord. Hell is part of being apart from the, uh, the, uh, the or, or absent from the love of God. And we could have all kind of debates. Is, is there continuous burning alive forever? Is that what eternal lake of fire means? Uh, that, you know, those are things you have to do your own study and come up with your own uh, conclusions on that. But the crucifixion was not really an excuse to come up with a sinner's prayer that one could say, that one could mouth, even if it's not really part of the word of God. Uh, so as to avoid continuous burning alive forever in hell. It really was um, another gift, a gift on the part of the Father through the Son, um, a gift of love uh, instead of hatred, instead of discord, which I'm going to talk talk about. Um, and it was a gift of life, life over death, and a gift of forgiveness um, over separation. Uh, whatever we might have done that is contrary to God's will for us or God's plan for us, God's design, the design of the universe, whatever we've done, and we've all done something, uh, it's forgiven. It's, so it's taken care of for everybody. It's not just taken care of for a, a group of people that uh, identify their religion as Christianity, uh, which is just another religion. Um, and just as I was saying before, that, you know, the eternal son is the way to the father. So that way to the father for us, you know, we call him Jesus Christ and, and he did, he did die and rise for all of us. Uh, 
But the Most High is absolutely within his rights to uh, give other names uh, to other cultures and, you know, other expressions of that, uh, of that Christ, you know, in other cultures. If you look just even in the, uh, the scriptures that we have, you know, the scriptures that we read, you know, there are at least 50 names for the one that we know as Jesus Christ. And uh, those are names that could be used in, in, to describe him in any culture. It's not something that is limited to uh, the, the, the Hebrew culture or the culture of the, 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 you know, the Israelites. But uh, these, these names that Jesus Christ has, even from Scripture, they would fit very nicely in other cultures, like uh, the, the bread of life, the authority, the author and perfecter of our faith, the advocate, the faithful and true, the deliverer. So if you didn't know him somehow in your culture, if you if had not been introduced, if the son and the way had not been introduced as Jesus Christ, but had been introduced with some of these other names, well, that would fit, because these are names given for Jesus Christ in Scripture. And a lot of Christians are very... Uh, not very open to that thought, but I think if you really, you really have to study it. I mean, don't reject it just because I say it, and don't believe it just because I say it. As I keep saying, be like the Bereans. You know, if I, if I were going to call this podcast a ministry, I think be, be like the Bereans would be one possible name. The other thing is that recently I just bought a, a wheelbarrow for work outside in the garden and around the yard, and I've always liked wheelbarrows. So if I didn't call it be like the Bereans, I might call the podcast wheelbarrow man or something like that just because I like wheelbarrows. But anyway, that's a, a little bit on Logos and a little bit on the crucifixion. Uh, and then the, 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 love, the, the love of God is positive energy, light vibrations, electromagnetic energy, the, the principles and matter that he used to create the universe is positive. So the opposite of that is the negative. So that's, you know, th those are, those are uh, that's uh, matter or thoughts, content, you know, whatever that comes from the other side. And, you know, we have a whole bunch of words to describe this kind of discord, which is against the, uh, the love of God, or, or which indicates the absence of the love of God. Uh, being absent from the love of God could mean love of man. You know, you put man up on a pedestal. It could mean love of self. Uh, it could mean uh, disperse, dispersing negative the negative, not not the positive, not the dispersing man's flawed energy instead of God's perfect energy. And, you know, we've come up with all kinds of vocabulary words for that. You know, uh, words, I mean, they're, they're real words, but I mean, there are a lot of different ways to talk about this discord, this, 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 this area of activity that is not part of the love of God. Uh, you know, we've got devil and Satan and, and hell, and we've got a lot of different, uh, different words for all of this. Uh, we can talk about, when we talk about discord, the opposite of the love of God, uh, we can talk about evil, um, lies, deceit, uh, false messengers, and these would be, uh, you know, theologically you come up with things like devil and Satan and fallen angels and this type of thing. False messages, the demons, and hell, which is itself a, a false reality. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Uh, it does exist but it is a false reality. Something can exist and be real in that sense, but it could be false in the sense that it's not part of the truth, the logos of the word of God, the logos of the love of God. And then under discord, you've got uh, some spirits. You've got the spirit of evil, spirit, a, a way of thinking, a mentality, an approach, evil, division, chaos, trauma, nihilism, which is really a, a 
a, th a thought or a theory or philosophy whereby you don't really believe in anything. Uh, it isn't really atheism. It's just that you have, it, it might include atheism, but it also means that you have just, uh, nihil in Latin, as you probably know, means nothing. Like annihilate means to, to crush into nothing. So uh, nihilism or nihilism, it's, uh, it, it means you, you don't, really believe in anything. You don't believe in the creator and the universe. You don't believe in the, the, the value or worth of anything. Um, another spirit that is part of discord is, is, I would say, false hope. There is the true hope, hope in Father, the Father Spirit and his, and his eternal Son, but there's also the, the false hope of, you know, uh, like you can trust the government to tell you what's really going on or, the, you know, this type of thing. Or you, you can trust the people that are, uh, have... Uh, you know, are, are taking over the, the world system, the, the, the world. They're, they're establishing a global regime. And it's interesting to note that, you know, there, there is a group of people at the top of the pyramid who definitely do want to create a global regime. On the other hand, uh, you know, they're working very hard at it. They've been working hard at it for 100 years or more, I would say, and yet they have not brought their efforts to fruition. So, you know, maybe they're not as smart as they think. Maybe God is outsmarting them. And so I think, you know, we just have to keep, uh, keep going on in who we are. If we, if we uh, have believed in the Almighty Creator, the Father Spirit, and His Eternal Son as the way to the Father, uh, then we should have hope. We, 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 should, we should have hope and we should continue in Christ. That's what it means to be, to, to, to follow the way. It means you are in Christ. So uh, be who you are in Christ and don't let all of these negative, evil things uh, drag you down. Don't be naive about them, but don't let them drag you down. Live your life. You know, if you're in a position, you know, you might be a person who lost their job or, or you know, is, is having trouble uh, making ends meet or even getting food to, to eat, you know, taking care of your family, paying your bills, but do what you can where you're at. I mean, I know it's not much comfort, but whatever it is that you can do where you're at, and you won't be able to resolve all of these problems right away, but you can still be in Christ. You can still be in his love. You can still have the, the love thoughts and the love actions and, and bear that fruit. And, um, eventually something will happen. You know, one of the things with this, uh, corona thing that's going on is that people are learning how to redirect and simplify and it's not that we asked to be driven back into the 19th century or 18th century although that might be the goal it's not that we asked for any of that however at the same time uh, there is something to be said for really prioritizing really deciding what is important in life and focusing on that and not focusing on all the you know stuff and free stuff and paid services and all, all of the conveniences that we've had, I, I think it might not be such a bad thing that some of us, uh, you know, that have had, had good lives, especially, you know, older people, we, we had decent jobs, we're able to save some money and can live off of that, uh, uh, you know, decently now. I mean, just, just to realize that some of the old conveniences, just that they're, they're gone and we might regret that, we might mourn that, but uh, still uh, maybe those conveniences were not, designed for our betterment. Maybe they were not designed to bring us closer to God. So I think you have to look at this as our, our friend James True has said, you know, as the best apocalypse ever, you know, this is really, and I, yeah, I've repeated that a few times because I think, you know, sometimes someone really nails an expression and I think that that's the, the best apocalypse ever. I think that, that kind of says it all, that it is these, uh, this uh, re revelation, it's a very sad revelation of everything that's, uh, that's coming upon the earth. Uh, but we have to uh, use that to learn and to grow and to draw closer to the Almighty Creator. 
and um, not not argue about whether we're in the tribulation and you know oh we can't be in the tribulation until the rapture comes and you know bring up all this theology which is very speculative and unprovable and people like to argue about it and it shouldn't be argued about I think that. Uh, all of these, you know, I'll talk about this in another message, but all of these events that are going to happen, you know, when God makes his move, to, when he makes the cosmic, the, create, the creator's cosmic shift and takes us into the, the, you know, the age to come or the world to come or whatever you want to call it. Theology sometimes is called the New Jerusalem, you know, whatever you want to call it. Well, when well, that, that'll come in God's timing and all of these events that we like to argue about, you know, rapture and resurrection and second coming and millennium and judgment. You know, and people get all bent out of shape about judgment, you know. Uh, and yes, there is a judgment. I actually believe the Almighty judges us all the time. But if you want to look at it as, you know, at the end of this stage, there will be a judgment. Okay, you leave that up to God. God decides who goes where and who did what and who believed what. You're not the judge in a divine sense. You know, we're, we're free to have opinions. We study and we draw our own conclusions. This is what it looks like after my study, let's say. But... You know, I'm not God. I cannot be the ultimate authority on these issues of, you know, where, where a person should be after this life, you know, what they did in this life and what criteria you use to determine what should be the standing of that individual in the next life. That's not up to me. That's not up to you. And yet, in mainstream Christianity in particular, and I'm sure this goes on in other religions, uh, you hear that uh, a lot of that type of thinking all the time. So... Anyway, that's enough for that rant. So you have under Discord, you know, the, the, the spirits I was just talking about. And uh, there are conditions or even like mental illnesses. You see under Discord, you see a lot of psychopaths and, you know, people that are just unwell. They keep, they keep showing their mental instability. Sociopaths, their inability to get along with other people. They just can't because they're broken or, or, or uh, they've been abused in some way. They just... Uh, they're just damaged. They cannot have constructive relationships with people. Uh, narcissism, you know, self-absorption. It's, it's all about me. You know, there's a lot of that going around. A lot of that in uh, in in the the so-called Christian church, uh, and certain behaviors. Um, I might just take this opportunity to read uh, read a bit of uh, scripture from Colossians uh, chapter three. <coughs> I'm sorry. I, I have allergies, by the way. You don't need to go tell anybody that I have uh, something else. But if we read from Colossians 3, um, well, I'll start with verse, uh, I'll start from the beginning. Uh, Therefore, if you have been raised up with Messiah, with Christ, keep seeking the things above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Focus your mind on things above and not, not on things on the earth, for you have died and your life is hidden with Messiah in God. When Messiah, who is your life, is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, put to death what is earthly in you. Put to death what is earthly in you. Now, this is the discord. This is the part that is not the love of God. Put to death uh, sexual immorality, and I'll discuss that a little bit later. I think it's. Uh, I, I think we also have to look at that, but I'll look at it another time. Sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desire, and greed, for that is idolatry. Because of such things, God's wrath is coming upon the sons of disobedience. At one time you also walked in these ways, but you used to live in these ways. But now set them all aside. This is the discord. This is the, the absence of God's love. Anger, not righteous anger, but the, you know, <laughs> the garden variety. Anger, rage, malice, slander, and foul language out of your mouth. 
Now, swear words, okay, you know, societies make up their own swear words, don't, don't go too crazy about this, but uh, foul language is really just like negative talk, especially directed at other people. Do not lie to one another, after all, you've taken off the old self with its practices, and have put on the new self that is being renewed in knowledge, according to the image of the one who created him. And... Above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfect harmony. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. To this peace you were surely called in one body, the universal body of Christ, Jewish and Gentile believers. Also be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another with all wisdom, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with gratitude in your hearts to God. Now whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord uh, Yeshua, in his language, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So that's just a bit of an idea of some of the behaviors that are part of this discord. And the other part of discord uh, that I wanted to talk about, it's kind of important, it's, it's disease, it's lack of health, because really uh, Jesus was a healer, and we're supposed to be healthy, and the body is supposed to be able to heal itself. It's not supposed to have to rely on vaccinations and things like that. The body is supposed to be able to heal itself. And we all have medical conditions maybe genetic, maybe environment, maybe lifestyle. We all have conditions, but really, ideally, the body was meant to heal itself. Now, there is in the U.S. the uh, Food and Drug Administration, I think that's what FDA stands for, and the CDC, Center for Disease Control, and these two agencies have the responsibility for monitoring the effect on our health of certain things. So they're supposed to monitor the effect on our health of certain things like food safety practices, use of chemicals, uh, tobacco, dietary supplements, prescriptions, and OCD, over-the-counter drugs, not obsessive-compulsive disorder, vaccines, uh, biopharmaceuticals, blood transfusions, medical devices, electromagnetic radiation-emitting devices, ERED, cosmetics, and animal foods and feed and veterinary products. So have they succeeded? How, how well are they, they doing, the FDA and the CDC, in monitoring the effect on our health of these things? Draw your own conclusions. I've drawn mine. Well, we know certain things to do. Um, we know, you know, get fresh air and exercise, that, you know, being locked down is not helping your health. Get fresh air and exercise. Get the highest quality water you can get. You know, take some supplements, vitamin C and D, iodine, colloidal silver, zinc, zinc and quinine is very good. Quinine is basically the Schweppes uh, tonic water. And, um, you know, don't, don't eat much meat and eat, you know, find the, the highest quality meat you can find, you know, the, the, clean meat, the Bible talks about clean meat, and focus as much as possible on uh, seed-bearing trees and plants and field plants. Uh, there's a lot in the, in the Bible about that. And I, I was amazed when I looked up healthy foods in Scripture. I mean, I've got examples, and I can give you verses, you know, as well, of ten types of food uh, that the Bible says is healthy. For example, now you don't have to eat like this necessarily, but, you know, just as, just, uh, just as an example. Uh, olives and olive oil from Deuteronomy 6, 10 and 11. Pomegranates, Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 8, 7 and 8. Fermented grapes, Song of Solomon 1, verse 2. Flax, which would give you essential omega fatty acids, Proverbs 31, 10 and 13. Sprouted grain bread, Ezekiel 4, 9. You, maybe you've seen the Ezekiel bread. Sprouted grain bread, raw goat uh, milk, uh, pardon me, raw goat milk is healthy. Proverbs 27, 26 and 27. Uh, lamb is a healthy meat, uh, you know, as, as 
you know, as, as a sacrifice. I'm not talking about it as a sacrifice, but it's a fairly healthy meat if it's trimmed. Exodus 12, verse 11. Bitter herbs, Exodus 12, verse 8. Vegetables, of course, Daniel. There's the Daniel diet, one, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 12. And raw honey, Proverbs 25, verse 16. So, um, that that's also part of the, the the discord. It's it's these these actions of evil, lies, deceit, false messengers, false messages, uh, and you know hell, uh, using those words, you know hell, devil, Satan, and the spirits of evil, division, chaos, trauma, uh, nihilism, and false hope. The conditions, the mental conditions, psychopathy, sociopathy, narcissism, and then the behaviors that I took out of Colossians, and then disease. Disease is a big one. So. Um, This is really what I was trying to do was to kind of um, draw this parallel between the, the Logos, the love of God, the word of God, and the, the rational order of the universe that came from his love, uh, and the absence of that, because that's really all there is, is there is the, the Almighty's love and there's not, there's the absence of that, everything that feeds into this absence of that, which is discord, which is chaos. Um, and it can be, the motivation for it can be totally negative, or perhaps someone thinks they have a, a good motivation, but they're, they're still not, they're not in the love of God. You know, they're still in love of man, love of self, they're still putting someone on a pedestal, this type of thing. So I just wanted to make those points, and then just close in prayer, as we usually do. Psalm 91 for protection. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. For He will rescue you from the hunter's trap and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings. He will find refuge. His faithfulness is body armor and shield. You will not fear the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the plague that stalks in darkness, nor the scourge that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it will not come near you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the wicked paid back. For you have made the Lord your dwelling, who is my refuge, even the Most High, who is my refuge. So no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will give his angels charge over you to guard you in all your ways. Upon their hands they will lift you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and cobra, trample the young lion and serpent. Because he has devoted his love to me, I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, rescue him, and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.